0: the following is a bunkazilla
1: original production we are monsters of culture christian jason ian three heroes searching for the answers
0: to trivial questions you never really asked together they are trivial titans now get ready for another action-packed trivial episode
1: Welcome to Trivial Titans here at Bunkerzilla UK. Welcome to the show where we ask the most trivial questions about pop and geek culture in the world today. I am one of your free titanic trio of titans, Ian Bolton, and I'm joined, of course, by the man to my right. He is the Obsidian Waterfall Adonis, that is
2: Jason Freeman. I'm in the fact check corner.
1: He certainly is. And the man to my left, as always, it's Christian R. Allen. Hi, And of course, for our listeners out there, what does the R stand for today? Uh, Really lovely. Delightful. But yes, welcome to Trivial (laughs) Titans. How is everyone today? We've just had lunch. I'm so tired. I'm very lethargic.
3: I've had all the pasta.
1: And you've had a a mountain full of coffee this morning, which made you very bouncy for a few episodes, which our listeners have probably experienced right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think now we're in the mellow... Afternoon session of recording episodes.
3: I'm so f***ing tired.
1: Play, here's a tiny little violin.
3: I'm on. not asking for your sympathy. I'm sounds just you telling you. Really sure. I'm just clarifying. It sounds
2: like you're asking for a whole shitload of sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> oh guys, I'm so tired. I'm, I'm, just, just, oh. I'm just,
1: just like. I I love Trivial talk, but I'm just... Life is
2: so difficult. I'm I'm engaged. Uh, I'm I'm engaged, and I'm in a happy relationship, but I'm
3: tired. Okay, okay. It it sounds like you're (laughs) seeking sympathy there, my friend. Look at you, and you're not being alone. (laughs) F*** you, (laughs) non-loner.
2: You just in general, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: but yes, we're gonna go straight into our topic today, which is and here's the uh, question I posed to my fellow Titans. Okay, the worst movie I paid to see was Blank. So, who would like to open the floor to the worst movie you have both paid to see?
2: So, the first thing that I wanted to see when I was younger. Was like a movie about Flint, the Time Detective. I knew
3: you were about to say that.
2: It was. Am I getting <laughs> predictable? You <just laughs> You've been
3: predictable since birth, my son. Okay, I mean, yeah, I grew older. <laughs> yeah, who didn't see that? <laughs> <shot? laughs> <laughs> All right, fair. All right. Uh, Worst from <laughs>
2: Remember Payne to see, Crank Two
3: High Voltage. Oh. <laughs> is that the one where he has to have sex in order to? No, like that was from number one. That's number one. No, no, no. That Did
2: was number two as well. That was number two as oh, does well. He so don't in Crank Two High Voltage. His electric heart <laughs> is taken away, <laughs> and he gets one that's on a, on a battery. So, so question: High voltage is that the subtitle? Yes.
3: Yep. Oh God. Yeah. Sadly, Electric Six did not provide high voltage. It's part three called Higher Voltage. I mean, thankfully, there was no part three. There was only two. I, 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 I
2: if th- if there was a part three, then I don't. Well, Well, (laughs) the film
1: was directed by Neville Dean and Taylor. They did the two Crank films. They've also done Game of Joward Butler. They've also done Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance with Nicolas Cage and Idris
2: Elba. So, uh, yeah, their film film catalog has not been great. So, Crank 2. Biggest piece of (laughs) f***ing trash I have ever had the misfortune of seeing. It was soda. I don't know what David Carradine was doing in that film, it also had Jason Statham because Jason Statham was portraying Jason Statham in a film about Jason Statham who had an electric heart while being Jason Statham. Uh, it's just something to do, it's Just I just remember sitting there going, what the hell am I looking at? To the point where Jason Statham had, had uh, ripped the shock collar off of a dog and started <laughs> threatening, and then put, then put it on himself, and then threatened an owner that he was going to beat him up. So the shock collar owner just kept on hitting the button... Shocking Jason Satham to, to recharge his heart. <laughs> uh, and he could have just said, listen, mate, this is going to sound <laughs> weird, but I need you to shock me. I need to wear the shock collar. And i can like, just, like, you it just it explain.
3: It's not a sex thing. Honest. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or if he just took the remote himself, I think he might have taken the remote himself and just kept on doing it. But then the other thing was that friction will cause static electricity, which will power the internal battery of your heart, Mr. Crank.
1: Do we know what Mr. Crank was actually called in the film? uh he was chev chelios
3: chev chelios hello i'm chev chelios chevy chev and chevy i chevy have chev. a heart that needs electric power that's exactly what it was is there a scene where he licks a nine volt battery uh no no,
1: no i think he licks a jump he ha- he sort of puts a jumper cable yes. to his ma- it,
2: yeah. to his tongue he attaches a jumper cable to his tongue <laughs> <laughs> to power himself well, That's that's th- that's the poster for the <laughs> movie <laughs> So what, what was that? Did you actually walk out whilst watching it? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch the end of it. I'm, I'm going wow. to got up and
3: left. What, 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 it, it, was it, it was
2: the point. So there were two, two two points that made me lose my rag on this one, right? The first one was they the friction-generated static electricity that will, that will charge your heart So Jason Statham goes up to an old woman in a big, fluffy, woolly cardigan and just starts dry-humping her.
3: Again, why doesn't he just ask? He has a real issue of consent. But but then,
2: instead, like, the lady of the movie, like, the lady, the female interest shows up. All this is happening at the dog track, by the way. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Right? All this is happening at the dog track. And she pops up and she's like, oh, you want friction? I'll give you friction. And then they in public, in the middle of a dog race, in the middle of the track. I also will say, I
1: think this is—they've did this before in the first film as well, having sex in public.
2: And the, the other the other thing about this, like it was the point where I just just left, right? There's a character in there who's kind of like, oh, I want to help you, Mister Chev, Mister Mister Jason Statham, and uh, <laughs> the poor guy's got Tourette's, right? Yeah. Perfectly fine, natural thing. This is being used as a joke throughout the entire film, and during like one of like the big moments, there, there's just a the guy with Tourette's swinging nunchucks around, who then has like an episode, like like an episode of ticks, and then falls in the swimming pool while swinging nunchucks. And I was like, "What the f- am I watching? What, what is f- I don't care. I'm leaving. I need a drink, and I just got up, said f- "This movie," and walked out. <laughs> Was that the most entertaining thing the people in the audience heard that day? I, I, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised at all. It was. Oh, it was so horrible. Were you, did you it. have high expectations? Were you looking forward to it? Did you watch the first one? No. No, I didn't. Oh, ah, there you go. Was, you, you didn't you didn't get the see. first you didn't get the important exposition and they See, <laughs> it was just it was just yeah, the date I was on was not very happy with it. I was just, "Oh, we'll go watch this. You like action films?" "Yeah, I do like action films." "All right, cool. Maybe this will be a bit of fun." <laughs> I'm,
3: going to,
1: I'm, I'm going to advance on Crank 2 with another statement film called War. Oh, so, with Jet Li- God. Yep. So, this is the cop thriller War, which they heavily heavily promoted like for the first time fighting on a big screen. Jet Lee from The One, Leave Weapon 4, and all those other amazing Hong Kong films that he has been in before, versus Jason Statham, the up-and-comer. He's been in the transporter films. He's getting really good at action. Let's combine the two and see what happens. It is the most boring pile of shit you will ever come across. And you know what happens when eventually they come together and have the massive fight? They just train blows, and then Jason Statham gets shot in the buttocks and dies. That's what? from a booty shot. Yeah, he dies from getting
3: like shot in the back. Or that, that's the lamest death I've ever yeah. heard.
1: Yeah, because technically Jason Statham wasn't the good guy. He was the bad guy. And Jet Lee was the revenge-seeking hitman with a heart of gold. 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 I've uh,
3: been a miner for a heart of gold. I mean, sometimes
1: Jason's, Jason Statham just turns up, unfortunately, in some of the weirdest... Dumb, just terrible films. I mean, there, he, he appeared in like the Pink Panther remake as the guy got murdered at the start. I mean, he wasn't <laughs> really. Yeah, well, that it sounds was,
3: like brilliant casting to be fair. But
1: yeah, the Pink Panther remake with Steve Martin was a, was really weird. Steve Martin's no Peter Sellers, absolutely. No, no. But um, but he had it was weird when you had like people turning up like um Jean Reno, Clive Owen, and stuff like that. They had a joke where Clive Owen turned up as 006, and this, uh, is, this was during the period when everyone's going, Oh, once Piers Wilson retires, it's got to be Clive Owen. It's got to be Clive Owen. Look at Clive Owen. He looks like Bond. Why isn't Clive Owen Bond? Tell me, mum. Tell me why, why, why.
3: Daniel Craig, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> 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 Absolutely. And they make a joke when he goes, he goes, who are you? I'm 006. I'm oh, you know what that means? You're one away from the big one. Uh, and Christian died a bit inside. <laughs> that sounds so
3: lame. Did you walk out of that film? I mean uh, no, war. no, with war.
1: The thing is, I never really. Walk, I haven't walked out of a film. I really, don't. I think the only times I've walked out of a film is when something is being in the screen that's far annoying that I cannot stand it. Well, like
3: so, the, the audience has more of an effect on you. Oh, then. No,
1: no, I think one of one of the one of the things uh, I've walked out of. I mean, I walked out of Zombieland too, but that was because the cinema decided to introduce a brand new water feature in the row of seats, but next to me. God. So it was kind of like
2: wait. Uh, th- th- I'm sorry I completely zoned out for a second there. Uh, water feature in the sea- so you did someone piss themselves? No,
1: uh the cinema of
2: ceiling had a leak <laughs> which star- which started as
1: like drips and then turned into a mini waterfall. Huh. And then the cinema staff, God bless them, um they grabbed a, a bucket to put it and it was like, "Oh, this will help." It's like and then you amplify the sound yeah. by 20 <laughs> times. <laughs> so f- from from just simple gentle rain water pouring down to <sighs> In that sort of sense, I just think this is going to irritate the f out of me for the entire film. They
3: should I have my money back. They should have screened Ooh. the perfect storm. <laughs> <laughs> that would've worked. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, the only the only time I have I've not seen a film's completion is either something technical has happened in the screen. Like yeah. like projector's broke and I can and uh, <laughs> fortunately, the two film the film it happened on and the film I went to see <laughs> They're both terrible, they're all right. the first, So basically, I, I went to see Skyline. Skyline is a, a sci-fi alien invasion film about four friends trapped in their like penthouse apartment yep. while alien invasions happen around them. They can't leave, they try to leave, it doesn't happen. It basically, it's an hour and a half of them just staying in the apartment and just losing their minds, and it's not really that exciting at all. Um, but you get to a bit where things are starting to come into head and actually starting to have to fight aliens and stuff like that. And by then, the projector just broke. And then it was like, we're well, sorry, we, we we can't show you the rest of this film. It's like there it was only like five minutes to go. It's like, well, we, we we can't show you the we can't show you the film. Sorry, here's a free ticket. And I thought, I didn't enjoy the film that much. So it was like fair enough, that's fine, I can I'll go watch something else. And I went to see the happening. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: so what you were talking about? Shit science fiction movies? Uh, uh <laughs> well the thing about the happening, I don't I don't understand what happened. Well, ba-
1: basically, the bees went away. Isn't it weird if the bees have gone away? I don't know, Mark Wahlberg.
3: Is it the set in the same continuity as the uh, Nick Cage Wicker Man? No. Oh, <laughs> should be. Someone needs to cut those films together.
1: <laughs> what happened to the bees? Ah, oh, the bees! I don't care a <laughs> i The
3: bees!
1: What <laughs> oh, <laughs> happened? He just says the greatest confused facial expressions of Mark Wahlberg you'll ever see. <laughs> what? Huh? What's going on? Calm down, plan. I just want to talk to you, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. That's that's one. I've, so other than that, I've <laughs> never really walked out of films, and other well, unless bad things have happened technically in them.
3: Well, I've, I've the, mostly most of the time I only walk out of films if the audience are being so distracting. Like I haven't finished Detective Pikachu, but I, I walked halfway through because the, oh, the virtually the entire row in front of me were all on their phones, just talking to mates. Hmm. Mm. Like, uh, I I'm just like, why why have you spent, like, because you've got the food and popcorn and whatnot, you, why have you spent nearly £17, £18 pounds on this evening's experience when you're just going to go on Facebook mm. or you're just going to talk to a random friend and, like, it's just like, yeah, I'm watching, watching a film. I, I genuinely, I don't think it's extreme of me to say that people who talk during films should be killed. <laughs> That's a
1: bit extreme. I
3: don't think so. I think they should um either ban from cinemas or murdered, like, first against the wall when the revolution comes, certainly. It goes goes bankers, CEOs of, like, um, petroleum-based companies, and then people who talk through movies or, you know, eat loudly during movies. They they deserve death.
1: I I think I pioneered a nice way of avoiding to make loud noises with (laughs) pick-and-mix. The way I did it was I would have the bag of pick-and-mix, but then I would also get a medium Pepsi cup or Coke cup, whatever one was available at the time, and I would rip it open and I would just pour it into the cup and then I can just delicately put my fingers in and pull out a tasty treat. Mm.
3: <laughs> Say that again.
1: Mmm, tasty treat. <laughs> no, I think the, the, the things I find, I mean, yeah, phone, phones are quite, it's weird when people, alit- I've had someone take a phone call in, in two seats down from me during <laughs> the Iceman with Michael <laughs> Shannon.
3: That's a weird one. I had, I had someone in front of me during the Return of the King when I watched it back in 2003. For about half an hour, I kid you not, the person in front of me was describing the film to his mate on his phone. <laughs> yeah, but the old Nokia's. It's <laughs> like, yeah, there's an elephant thing. Uh, it's storming across the field.
1: Yeah, they threw the ring down Mordor. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still yeah, waiting.
2: No no, 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 no. Into
3: Mordor. <laughs> Mordor. No
2: you you, do. no. you
3: don't know how close you are to reality it's really frodo depra- I, <laughs> I think Sam and Frodo are going to kiss <laughs> they're definitely going to no, kiss
1: but I'll tell you the, the the worst ones are kind of and I, and I don't really want to be mean about it but go it, on. but it's a, I when I ever go to like the local cinema that's in Henley and I happen to be sat in a, sat in like not a full auditorium but you ha- you have a couple of um of uh, senior concessions, and they just start talking about some of the most <sighs> randomest things that it's awful. It's like it's like oh, Deirdre's got a new washing machine. Oh, has she really? <laughs> lovely. Check out yeah. his horse. That was a, that lovely. Was a... I, d- I don't believe we've been down to the river in ages, Janet. I don't know. And this is going through the ads and the trailers. And I've been there with um one of my fellow one of my fellow film friends who who. Are, uh, Leslie Byron Pitt, who hosts uh, Hustlers of Culture, which you can listen to on Bunkerzilla and all good podcast places. Um, he, uh, it's like it's like when, when we've seen films together and that happens, it it, it does literally infuriate him because it I can see that because we both get to the stage of we pay to come watch a film not to hear a commentary track by two people who have no interest in the film. The even the even better one, I'll take, I'll, I'll go off tangent and then, Christian. You, you're up for. Uh, you're speaking, uh, speaking about a film. Yep. But um, I remember going for uh, the for London Film Festival, and, and I like sometimes seeing some of the foreign language films. I really do. I mean, um, there's some, re- I've seen some it's really... It's amazing because you can barely
3: read. Mm, true. Right. Um,
1: and I can see some really good uh, cop thrillers. And I think I saw one with uh, Gerard Depardieu, which was uh, Bellamy. Mm. And basically, I got into the screen in time, but with the London Film Festival, there's no ads and trailers. The film just kind of starts pretty damn it's like, a, it's like a press screening yeah isn't it? It, pretty, it starts pretty damn promptly hmm. and uh during the, the the startup so you get the opening logos of the f- film festival before you go before you go into the film you have uh, you have two, uh, two, two elderly people just kind of barging away into the road just saying we're late we need to sit down we're late we're late we're going to miss the film they sit down The film starts there's a little bit of a build before the first line is spoken and you get the subtitles, and then you hear, Morris, it's subtitled! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's foreign. So it's, that's, that, was, that was probably one of my pet peeves when I worked in the cinema, is when people clearly did not do the research of the film they were going to see. Oh, yeah. Because the fact is, I like to say, well, if I go and see a film, there's a legitimate reason why I went to see the film. So it's like Skyline, I thought, oh, the premise sounds okay. I'll go see it there happening it can't be as bad as they're saying can it all that sort of thing because sometimes people can get really critical about film for for no real reason it's like people read too much into a film but generally when people don't do the research and come out and they complain about it and they kind of go i didn't realize i had to read in that sort of sense no literally that was the excuse (laughs) someone gave uh, a box office member of staff when house of flying daggers came out No it's like yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in screen six. I didn't realise I had to read. Can I have my money back?
3: Jesus. <laughs> mm.
1: The the worst, the absolute worst, when someone accused the artist of being a film for deaf people. Now, the no. artist for listeners out there no. is is the Ode to Silent Cinema. Uh, Oscar winner uh, Jean de Jardin plays uh, an actor who's trying to come to terms with the inter- introduction of sound into cinema, mm. and it and it's done as a silent movie. Um, so throughout, you'll have moments where speech and all that appear on screen separate super cards. So this guy was in the film for about <laughs> an hour, an hour and a bit. He comes out and kind of goes, "Yeah, I think there's something wrong with the film." Uh, it's like, "What? What's wrong with the film?" It's like, "I think it's for deaf people."
3: <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong.
1: And, it, and it's kind of and th- and this and this was when it was like three, four weeks in or five weeks into its like its Oscar campaigning. So this was a film you could not escape. No, everyone the, like, knew what the artist was about. The also,
3: the fact that it was four by three and black and white yeah. and clearly
1: i mean they had just a silent movie how do you not
3: know it's a silent movie they
1: had uggy the little the little dog that featured in the film he was appearing everywhere he was appearing at press events and all that sort of stuff and One
3: best actor didn't that dog i think so yeah. in like the pet awards or something like yeah. no it's best boy best boy best boy, <laughs> best boy. <laughs> <laughs> best boy. so it's basically little tiny oscar squeaky toy oscar <laughs>
1: and basically at this stage you kind of go how can you not know uh, how can you not have Caught up in all this sort of hubbub about film, <laughs> at the time I don't know it's it's like may, maybe they they're not a film film fan or something like that. But it was just the way <laughs> it was the way he just came out and said, "Oh yeah, th- I think this film's for deaf people. I want my money back." It's like you've been in the film for an hour and a half. No, no, no I demand to have my money back because I didn't like it. I
3: like it. it's like, that's the two films I've walked out on. Technically, one it was I had a limitless card, so didn't have to feel guilty didn't made. have to feel guilty about. And that was um. Uh, uh, Kong Skull Island, with uh Samuel L. Jackson and Tom Hiddleston. Oh yeah, and yeah. John Goodman. And John Goodman. Um, it was. <laughs> I think the problem for me and my my par- ten minutes into the film, me and my partner looked at each other, and we both, without without uttering a single word, both stood up at the same time. <laughs> it's just it was just, we had a look and went we're gone.
2: Yeah, just allow this. Was yeah. oh, did, you
3: not, did you not buy Tom Hiddleston as dashing hero? So he was, he's one of the... Here were my problems with the film. Dialogue is some of the worst I've ever heard in my life. I it, Nothing said in that film felt natural at all. Now, I am aware that some action movies, the dialogue can be a bit dumb. But, you know, at least it's at, the, at worst case, it serves a purpose. It felt like it had been written by someone who'd never spoken to another human being before. Do you have, do you have some examples of the dialogue? An Uncharted Island. Let me list all the ways that you're going to
1: die: rain, heat, mud, disease-carrying flies and mosquitoes. Sure, you can load up on the altrine and for the malaria, but what about the other bacteria? We haven't even started
3: on the things that want to eat you alive. Oh my God, it's so bad. Even <laughs> even with the subtle voice of uh, with Tom Hiddleston Well, helping. this this is another problem of the film. Tom Hiddleston is awful in it. He it, it was it felt like it was his attempt, like almost like a pitch for him to be the next Bond. I thought the Night Manager was pitched to be the next Bond. I haven't actually seen the Night Manager that yet. Supposed uh, to be good. I've heard I've heard good things. But no, no, he so he's the action man. He is a he's basically Bond. Mm. He's Bond in the jungle. Um and he doesn't you don't it's not believable at all. It's the first time I've seen him in a performance. So I'm like, no, that's really bad casting. Mm. Um it's also <laughs> it's just Kong himself is just Crap! It's just really, really. I r- think they're doing a, a Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, it's, it's a set, it's a setup for a shared universe, and it, I, I don't like the idea of King Kong being a dumb brute. It's like the, the whole point of Kong is he's meant to be a gentle giant, and it's Kong isn't the monster. It's the, it's the you know the human society that in, um, enslaves him as the monster. Mm. Um, you just you just lose all that. Brilliant nuance of the original character in this just dumb. Fl- it's just a dumb setup. Watch two vaguely interesting CGI renditions of iconic figure uh, monsters smash the fuck out of each other.
1: Now, if they had a tea break and they kind of had this, and they talked about the differences and learned to respect
3: one another. Maybe that would <laughs> be a more interesting film. Possibly. A, it sounds like the, the it sounds like an uplifting drama just waiting to happen. As, uh, unfortunately, it would have to be subtitled, so a lot of your Henley crew and will so, end up. Um,
1: so you would have you had to go to the ground.
3: Subtitles. I feel when you speak to me this way, it, it undermines my confidence in our relationship. But th- th- then King Kong would like it, it'd scream, and then the subtitles would be like, wow, I really don't appreciate it when you uh, make fun of me in front of our friends. It feels like uh, you're undermining me as a person. And really.
1: Godzilla would, would screech and roar and go, subtitle, what friends? And then Kong would point to the tiny people, to the side of them.
3: There's Jack Black. Jack Black. Um,
1: uh, Adrian Brody.
3: yeah. Oh yeah, Tom he Hiddle- was in that. Tom Hiddleston. He hopefully, does does he die in that film? Who? Tom Hiddleston, and then Dwayne Johnson shows up. Oh, that'd be
2: good. And he's yeah. like, hey, "Oh yeah, with, 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 with the Ram one from Rampage." Rampage. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then all the, all the creatures are kind of having a, a thing, saying, "What? You're embarrassing me in front of my friends," and Godzilla will just look at them and just go. <laughs> fire, fire, fire from his mouth and burn but them all and say, What friends? You don't have any friends now. <laughs> <But> <laughs> and thus,
3: fight. <laughs> but the, the, the moment me and Midge actually looked at each other, like, No, we're done. We're tapping out. Uh, so King Kong destroys the US military force on the island, completely obliterates them. This is only 10 minutes in the film. It's really thrown you into it. And then Samuel Jackson, who's the sort of commander and the only survivor, he looks at Kong, who looks at him, and they both. Stare each other out, and and it's got the sort of Hans Zimmer esque drones over it, like and I'm just like, I'm done. (laughs) This is the worst movie I've seen all year, it's in quite a while. Yeah, I've got my second one. Go ahead, World War Z. Oh, that was awful. Oh, god,
1: because this this was a film that had extensive reshoots. So basically, it had. A, I think originally they were going off to Russia or something like that in the third part. But instead, they decided to go to Pérez <laughs> <Yep>. and go <laughs> hang out in the health centre with Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi,
3: who, <laughs> interestingly enough, it was the role he had before he was cast as the Doctor. And his accredited title in World War Z is the Who D- Doctor? <laughs> World, <laughs> World Health Organisation Doctor. Oh, and wow. then he was Doctor Who.
2: World War Z really 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 um pissed me off because both myself and my older brother so my 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 old brother is what a good eight years older than me, we don't hang out that often. he doesn't drink, I drink, I play pool, he's terrible at pool. we don't really hang out that often, but the one thing we had in common is that I left a copy of World War Z in the toilet, <laughs> right I left it in the toilet. And then he read it, and he was like, oh, this is a really good book. I was like, yeah, it's a really good book. Oh, I'm glad we agree on this. Let's talk about this book. Oh, my God, we're talking about things. This is amazing. I don't like sports. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and as we're talking, 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 he go, oh, mate, guess what? They've done a, they've done a, they're doing a movie of World War Z. That's going to be amazing. It's got Brad Pitt. Whoa, man, this is going to be great. Let's go and watch it. He's like, actually, yeah, let's go and watch it. We don't really hang out that much. Let's go out and watch it. We went down there, sat down, watched it. And it's went, this is fucking shit. (laughs) This has nothing to do with the book whatsoever. Can I ask as well,
1: because I think it was one of the films that got delayed as well, so you can get some 3D conversion done, so you can see it in 3D.
2: Did you see it in 3D? I did see it in 3D, because I remember specifically... W- the point where both of us decided to leave the movie, <laughs> go on, <laughs> <laughs> that I took the 3D glasses off and threw them at the screen. <laughs> 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 I just took them off, threw them towards the screen. Don't get me wrong; there weren't that many people in the cinema, so I guess the word must have gotten out that this was f-ing crap, uh, and it was just horrible because it, it
3: what, had what, absolutely. What's no the point? What's the point? You threw the glasses at. What happened?
2: Oh, um, it was the point. It was actually quite towards the end, so. We'd sat through a fair amount of bullshit. Um, (laughs) I think it was actually just about to wind up. There's maybe only 15, 20 minutes left of it. But it was the point where, uh, spoiler alert for a 2013 film, uh, (laughs) it was the point where in order to get the zombies to not bite him, he injected himself with like the common cold or something. (laughs) And and the zombie was like, "Uh, already infected, already sick, won't bite you. And I was like, what the f*** is this? What the does, crap? It, does it deviate quite? Because I've never read the, the novel. The bu- the novel. The novel was like a beautiful, um, a beautiful thing. Because the novel was actually the novel was a, a collection of short stories that varied in intensity. Uh, and these were d- were jumping back from like you know t- right towards the sort of the end of everything, like humanity's overcoming it, to like the worst parts, like the very very early things. And it was like a series. It was as if Max Brooks, the uh, the writer, was going about from place to place, different countries, and interviewing these different people with their different experiences. So at one point, he was interviewing a um, an American military guy who risked everything, and, and he was going through all the different ways that they trained animals. To assist them, so, like they they train like the dogs to 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 like circle around the zombies and hit them in the back of the knee to drop them and buy themselves time and distract and herd those kinds of things. Uh, another one was about uh, a, a Japanese nerd who just spent his entire life like he was at Hikokomori, I mean, he just he's never left his house, he never left <laughs> his yep. his bedroom, and how he had to deal with things, <laughs> and and it, and, it, and, it, and it entailed how he actually escaped from his own zombified parents by like making. Like 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 a little rope to like get down <laughs> to the next <laughs> floor
3: beneath him, and did that bit by bit until he got to the I street. Mean, it's, it uh, sounds really frustrating because the it mi- th- doesn't sound like the movie we got at all. No, the movie has
2: zero to do with the book. It it's, is it's just, just the, name. the name. It's just the name because Max w- Brooks
3: took a fat paycheck and walked. Oh, it's a shame because you know what? that would have worked really well mm-hmm. as like a, a sort of like a, a, a mockumentary cross with found footage style. Yeah. That would have been really effective. I was get my my problem with the film, where I I kind of I put up with it because it was I was enjoying the thrill ride, mm-hmm. but I and obviously the, uh, the, our show is Trivial Titans. It's meant to be f- it's it's meant to be a fun show. So I'm not gonna get bogged down in politics. But there's an uncomfortable moment in the film where Israel saves Palestine. Right? and not only that, not only that, li- quite literally presented as walled yep. Israel, which is now walled. Yep. saves Palestine by allowing them in the walls, mm-hmm. who are the people that cause Israel to be overrun by the zombies? <laughs> it's the Palestinians. Yeah. So the Palestinians being let into the country start dancing and cheering, and that noise is yep. what pr- allows the zombies to climb over. Yeah. That's a pretty ugly metaphor. It's I pretty, mean rough. Like <laughs> and it pretty rough. And uh, and yeah, and it's just really, really unsavory, regardless of your opinions on the Israel Palestinian conflict. It's just it. It was so obvious what the message of that scene was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was
2: really, really, really rough. And uh, but at the same time, that made for the only, in my opinion, visually impressive. What the, the, or the, 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 yes. the wall of zombies? Or the yes. zombies. I, I, I zombies, will give yeah. you.
3: I will give yeah. you that. It does look only brilliant. And so, and some of the some of the scenes look great. Some of them, yeah. Others, others, others not. Yeah. So it's a very mixed bag.
2: It's just. It's just an absolutely horrible horrible thing. Because again, you know, I'm, I'm still remembering amazing stories from, from the novel itself where um, they talked about how how precise and how clear that they had to be to, to to sort of defeat the zombies and how like, if a horde was coming at them at all sides, they would, they would fire exactly one bullet every second. Yeah. But they would fire them in certain ways that they had to be a pinpoint headshot. They had, you know, different psych evaluation profiles. They had different ways of luring them around. They tried different weapons and and these were the results of all this and that, and I'm thinking that's this is the kind of fucking shit that I want to know. But Max Brooks also before this wrote the um, Zombie Survival Guide. Which yes, was yeah, really, I've read, I've read really a bit of that. It's really yeah, fun. That's really interesting. I was like I want more of this, and what I got was disgustingly stupid. And and the end of it, it was even still left open for sequel bay as well.
1: I think mean they tried. I think they seriously tried to get a sequel off the ground. Oh, it it's been—it's been—it
3: been, it was in production hell for Coral, what for yeah. about five years. And then I just want to see. Um, so I'm sick and tired of adaptations which are just adaptations in name only. Mm-hmm. Just like you have a brilliant IP there, use it. I don't mind take you know taking degrees of um, liberties. Does liber- taking yeah. degrees, taking <laughs> liberties? <laughs> and, I, and I appreciate the purpose of an adaptation is to adapt to a different media. But don't just slap another name on it. <laughs> it's like, absolutely, oh. absolutely. It's like if Chappie was called RoboCop, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be, be you'd be pretty <laughs> pissed off if you saw that film. Um, uh, oh, do you have another one? I think I
1: have another one. Yep. Okay. So I want you to imagine that mm. there has been a deadly, deadly virus that has been created. Mm-hmm. It, it can destroy towns. It can destroy cities and the only way you have to keep it from doing that is by keeping it cool under 50 degrees in an
3: ice cream truck is <laughs> this snowpiercer no this is chill factor oh my oh. right, na- th- you know that name was first the plot came afterwards right this this <laughs> is not supposed this, so <laughs> <laughs>
1: this was scream's ski orrich and Oscar winner Cuba Cutting Jr. as an ice cream salesman thinking <laughs> up to stop a gang of rogue commanders led by Peter Firth from
3: spooks. Christ <laughs> almighty. Uh, and it's it's just like, we've got to keep this virus cool or it's going to kill us all. It, it's stuff like this that reminds me that ho- every great film that's ever come out of the Hollywood system has just been luck. It's <laughs> so... The people in <laughs> charge of these studios are so f***ing dumb yep. that they just get lucky every now and then. Mm. That is it. Most films that are released are dross. <laughs> right? That is more of a reflection of cinema in general. Was,
1: <laughs> I think that was early noughties. I I think think maybe 99. It,
3: it, does, it does sound like a nineteen. The Year of the Matrix and Chill Factor, <laughs> the two most seminal <laughs> masterpieces of the 90s. <laughs> I'm going to double check what year it came out in. Jesus but Christ. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ian. I'm, I'm sorry, Ian.
2: Are, are you okay? Are, oh, are you back oh, fa- yes, fa- fa- check <laughs> corner now? <laughs> no. Are you back <laughs> fa- check corner now? I have one job. I have one job on this episode. I have two jobs yeah, here. One is to abuse Christian, and the other is to be the. Fact Check Corner. Let's go to Fact Check Corner.
0: We need answers right now. Let's go to Fact Check Corner with Jason.
2: All right, what's the question? And
1: then the question I have is, what year did Chill Factor come
0: out?
2: What year did Chill Factor? Uh, it was
3: 1999. <laughs> it was 1999. Yeah, you
1: can see on my <laughs> phone. Uh, Jason, can I find out what year Chill Factor First was First of
2: September, 1999. I hate this corner.
1: (laughs) Softer now.
2: So lonely in here. (laughs) 1st of September, 1999.
3: I mean, I will point out to our listeners that you chose to sit all the way over there. I mean, I can only hear you because of the headphones.
2: Christian has terrible BO. That's not true. That's why I have to sit over here.
3: That's not true. It is. My my BO smells like like vanilla. It's a fact.
1: Uh, Do we have any advance on bad films that people paid to see? Uh,
3: I've only ever walked out. The, the only film I've actually paid, well, not using a sort of subscription-based card, but actually paid good hard money to and walked out was um, Oz the Great and the Powerful. <laughs> the best thing about that name is it was so bad, every single film critic <laughs> gave, wrote a review with the subtitle, not so great, not so powerful. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, have any of you two seen it? Yes. So it, it's, is this as recent? Uh, no, uh, no, ten years about ten years ago. It was um Sam Raimi's first film following Spider Man Three, oh, for Disney as well. Yes, and um it it's strange because he he wrote it, uh, and I'm paraphrasing to an extent, but he wrote it because he felt that there weren't enough um, fairy tale stories for men. Um, so That's probably a reason for that. <laughs> well, yeah, this film proves proves that point. So James Franco plays Oz, profe- you know the, um, um and so it's kind of like um it's like Batman Begins but for the Wizard of Oz and not as good as Batman Begins. In fact, it's not good at all. It's it's failing is that it's just incredibly boring. Yeah, I don't understand how you can take a property like Oz and make it bland. Uh, everything about it just felt felt flat. Mm. Um, I mean, the original Wizard of Oz is an amazing Technicolor dream. It's um, it's it's it just you watch it even today, and you think this is incredible. Like the, how they made it in what 1930. We should have we need, a corner. Should we go to fact check corner? What
0: we need answers right now. Let's go to fact check corner with Jason.
2: I'm on strike. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: can I ask politely? Can I ask politely what year on, was wait, the okay, no, Hang on a second. What year was the Wizard of Oz? What
3: year was the Wizard of Oz released? Which one? Uh, yeah, see, see, these are the kind of things that you need a fact check on. For the Wizard of
0: Oz for. was released on the 11th of December
3: 1939. This guy's much better than Jason. You mean sh- the woman? What? Oh yeah. Did I you just, just assume Google's gender? Uh, it's actually Alexa. Did you? Did, you just, did you just misname? It's, it? No, it's Siri, you're right. It's not Alexa. You two are terrible <laughs> fat corners. <really>. <laughs> <standard. laughs> oh, man. Siri, what's the worst movie ever made? Critics say these are some of the worst. See? It's not even, got a So what, what's there? Um, oh, I've got a Amy opinion. Schumer, The Leather Special. That's not even a film. That's just a stand-up. See, I have opinions over here in the corner. These aren't them. films. Well, of while
1: while Christian argues with his friend, let's turn over to Jason. Hello.
2: Hi there. How you doing? I'm doing
1: good. What's up? You said you had opinions.
2: I have opinions.
3: Most of them are about Christian. Most of them aren't very favorable. But movie wise, <laughs> um. <laughs> but no, no. Um, it's and James Franco just he came across as a bit a bit creepy in the film. I think it's the, he's he's meant to be a charming lead. It doesn't work at all. Really doesn't. No. Um, Robert Downey Jr. and Johnny Depp declined the role that Franco took. (sighs) I don't know if they would have saved it because I I, I don't think he's necessarily a problem. It's the script is quite dull and the world feels flat. It's it's just all. It's the same way my problem with Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland movie is the CGI world is just a bit dreary and washed out. It doesn't feel particularly light. It doesn't pop. And yeah, Oz in this film just looked, it looked like a CGI mess. Mm. Um, Yeah, and I I I just, after 10, 15 minutes, I just had to walk out because I was so bored by what was meant to be the wonderful world of Oz. So there's the Wicked Witch of the West. Yep. Mm, What about the Witch of the East? I don't know about that one. Which one was the
2: one in Wizard of Oz? The East
3: is the one that's killed, isn't it? One by Dorothy's house. So (laughs) who was
2: the good witch?
3: Well, that's the that's the kind of it, the plot think of this. one.
1: I think there were like three witches. One is Rachel Weiss, The other is Mila Kunis. I can't remember because she third she one.
3: becomes the wicked witch, doesn't she? Because she's actually she's a protagonist. She's a protagonist in she's a protagonist protagonist in Oz the Great Great and the Poorful. <laughs> but um, James Franco does something dickish to her, which makes her become bad. It just uh, just feels a bit... The point is, it's a shit movie. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) There we go.
1: Now, the question is, is there anyone we can contact in the Titan universe who could possibly aid us in a question like this?
2: Oh, we need to get a jingle made for this. Yes. We do. And we we
1: have a brand new free fake prize to give away.
2: What, What is our fake prize today, Christian? a
3: imaginary soda stream okay so a free fake soda stream free fake soda stream
2: see we have to say free cuz if we say free fake then it could just be like the knockoff shirt soda stream like soda river it's ringing oh oh I think we might have an answer hello 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 there hey how's it going and uh, not too bad not too bad so what's your name fella my uh, name's David. All right, David, you're on Trivial Titans. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Radio Land. Woo! 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 Thanks, for, Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's all right, man. That's all right. We're not keeping you for too long today. Hopefully, how's your day going? What, 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 what are you up to today?
0: Um, so today I spent most of the day filing away paperwork because it's just been lying around my bedroom. So I just need that stuff done. Um, and then. T- after this, I'm probably gonna go get on my bike and start delivering for Uber Eats for the rest of the evening.
2: Yum! Does mm, does a good job. H- a good how job. much
3: of the food do you eat?
0: McDonald's. I'm I'm, I'm not something special. Just it's cheap, <laughs> it's quick, it's relatively tasty for the price.
3: I'll do it. Ah, like sex with Ian. <laughs> 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 yep, yep. Oh, oh, yeah. so nice. yeah. so right. Very very
0: simple and easy. Very simple and easy day.
2: And David, today we have called you with a fantastic opportunity, opportunity of a lifetime, or one that that you will curse yourself for the rest of time and space if you do not take full advantage of. Grab it, buy the testicles, and twist and yank when I tell you that today... That's why you were fired as a doctor. We have called you (laughs) for the opportunity of winning...
3: Twist and yank.
2: ...a fake soda stream. What? What? Ooh. There we go. There we go. All righty. All oh. The, what have I told you about the, the air horn? <laughs> that it, it adds no.
3: adds gravitas.
2: No. no, you put the air horn down. I'm serious. Put it down. Very sad air horn. It's a very sad air horn. So, in order to win this fake Soda Stream, David, we have one. Simple question for you. And Ian's going to answer it. All right. Or he's going to ask it, rather. You answer it. He can ask it. David, the question is simple. What is the worst
1: film that you've paid to see?
0: Ooh, worst film I've paid to see. Yep. Ooh. That's the question. Yeah. I'm just trying to think back. I've.
2: I don't really see that many films in the first place. Oof.
3: We oh, picked the right. We picked the right person to ask this question. How
2: well, was I supposed <laughs> to know he was a f***ing lemon?
3: I thought I thought you said he was a cinephile. <laughs> oh, I said he was something else entirely. Ah. Oh.
0: <laughs> of course, of course. Um. So, trying to think. Like, I don't go out looking to watch bad films in the first place. Hmm. I usually do all the reviews and shit. So. Um. Alrighty. So, what wor- worst film I've seen? Hmm. Probably the Thunderbirds are go. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> oh. wow.
3: I did pay to see that at the cinema. Did you like it, Christian? I think I enjoyed it, but I haven't had the urge to watch it ever again. Let's, let's all be honest. We
1: all went to see it because Busted sang the music. No, that is not why
3: we saw the film. Or was it McFly? I can't tell. They're both the same. It was Busted. It was Busted.
2: Aren't they? not the same thing now? They're, they are muck busted, They're Yeah, McBusted.
3: <laughs> fly. Yeah, yeah. Fly. No, that's McBuster Rhymes.
2: McBuster Rhymes. That would be an awesome. <laughs> that <laughs> would be an awesome. <laughs> McFly. Just these these, these, an, these <laughs> just these annoying pop rock band, and
3: suddenly <laughs> <laughs> that was, was Buster Rhymes <laughs> rapping. That was a perfect impersonation.
2: He's, 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 he's good. He's good. All right, so, gentlemen, Ian Christian. Was that answer good enough for a fake soda stream?
1: I I didn't feel the conviction in the voice about Thunderbirds Ago. I know it's it's probably not a well received film, but sometimes when you see a really bad film, you have a lot of vitriol against the film. Yeah. So, unfortunately, no free sake soda stream today.
2: Sorry, David. Sorry, man. It's okay. We, uh, but but we but we
1: will send you the Krishna Allen uh, Participation Award. It's just a picture of him smiling mm. with the words "You tried."
2: Yeah,
3: mm. I'm not, excellent. I'm not sure if "tried" spelt correctly. I didn't want to pay for the proof. He yeah, also okay. wasn't trying yeah. very hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. True. yeah. See,
1: perfect award
2: to give. Mm. Yeah. There you go. But in any case, David. Thank you very much for joining us here on Trivial Titans. We wish you a fantastic day delivering Uber Eats. Is there anything, uh, anything else that you want to say to the people? Any shout-outs? Any uh, bits and pieces here and there? An apology to us
3: for wasting our time? <laughs>
2: um, no,
0: uh, I everyone apologise. but I wish everyone a wonderful day.
3: Oh, oh thank you. You. you've won us over.
0: Yeah, excellent. Uh, right. All <laughs> hey, right, take it easy, guys. Take it easy I'll catch you again soon. You All right, will. Right, you see will.
3: you soon. Later, bud. Enjoy the Big Mac.
1: Bye. (laughs) Will do. Ah, There we go. Lovely. Oh, well. We uh, have to, unfortunately, call time on this episode. I think that's actually a good place to say thank you and goodbye. Okay. So, that does it for another episode of Trivial Titans. Thank you very much for listening. If you've seen a terrible film which you paid for and you want to share share your frustrations, please email us at contact at bungazilla.co.uk. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at Trivial Titans, and you can also ask us questions by going to the Bungazilla website. Go to bungazilla.co.uk, find the Trivial Titans show page, and fill in the and who knows, we could be answering one of your questions in the near future. But until
2: next <laughs> time... <laughs> <I laughs> All right. <laughs> I know how this goes. <laughs> okay. So until next time, <laughs> I am Crank 2. <laughs> <laughs> Here with Crank 1 and Brad Pitt out of World War Z. <laughs> Saying... I, sorry to interrupt. Uh, am I Brad Pitt out of World War Z? Sure. It's a terrible movie. I give, it, I'll give yeah, it, it. I'm Chev Chelios. You can be Chev Chelios. <laughs> and I am also <laughs> <laughs> Chev Chelios. and I am also
3: Chev Chevy. Is it?
2: You are Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. You can be yep. Chevy Chase. Hello, Hollywood phonies. And we wish you a merry Christmas. Um, yeah, for, for 2020. <laughs> it's January. <laughs> the heaviest, <laughs> the heaviest Christmas. And uh, I feel like I feel like I've said all I need to say this episode, but I feel like we need. A final trivial thought.
1: Yes, and you know, we, we have a lovely tradition here at Trivial Times. We always end an episode with some insightful insight from... Some insightful <laughs> insight. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything.
3: <laughs> My words are really wordy. <laughs> we have... I just didn't realise you were joined by Donald
2: <laughs> <laughs> Trump there at the end. I, I have so the, best the best words. Are words are so, are so great. I so have the words. most They're insightful <laughs> insights. <laughs>
3: It's really, bigly, really? <laughs> bigly Insights. But
1: yes, Jason is correct. We do have time for one of our most interesting parts of the show and it's time to turn over to Christian R. Allen for his final trivial thought
3: of the episode. It's time for our last trivial thought of the episode with Christian R. Allen. Having rediscovered God lately, I was reading the Bible. and And that was our
2: final trivial thought of the episode from Christian R. Allen and
3: that
1: was insightful as ever right until next time everyone we'll see you on a brand new episode of trivial titans very soon until next time bye-bye thanks for listening remember to subscribe and follow us on social media we'll
0: see you soon for the next exciting trivial episode of trivial titans Enjoy the show, discover more Bunkazilla originals at bunkazilla.co.uk.